Warning. This podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Did you know the most shoplifted food item in Europe is cheese? Like little sticks? EFTM. Tech. I don't know. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long and Chris Bowen. Interesting item to have the list of the most shoplifted items in the in Europe. It seems like a little bit unusual. Cheese. I guess we're not talking about craft singles over there because I would have thought it was PK or Hubba Bubba. PK or Hubba Bubba, but from the like the, the servo. I definitely stole oh, when I was a kid. I stole a whole collection of um nineteen ninety eight NRL footy cards. <laughs> I'll tell you what, like it's the Limitation period. Statute of limitations. It's passed, I can tell you the story. But there was a good rot with our NRL cards back then. <clears throat> Remember you used to get like a gold card? There's always like a gold card that you wanted. It was oh. um, when you were collecting the footy. Ricky Stewart was on my one. Yeah. But the gold card was embossed with the player's name. Yep. So if you felt the packet, you could, you could tell find which the... one it was. Yeah, so we'd just go through the whole box in front of the news agent and just feel every single one and rot the system that way. And knock off a few on the way too. So you spent your youth filling up cards? Yeah, basically, among other things. But we all do that from adolescence. Is it filling up other things or just among, among other things? I don't know things what you're talking you about. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, <laughs> cheese. Oh, I wonder what it would be in Australia. The most shoplifted item in Australia. Well, I tell you what, petrol um, oh, yes. drive-offs is on the ri- on the rise. Yes. Did you see that the other day? Uh, did you see the, the the kids the other day? No. Drove from like Rockhampton to somewhere. Yeah, like they drove from Rockhampton to New South Wales. Wow. That's, they, they that's took a, their dad's car. That's a fair effort, and that's mm. commitment. I mean, it's a serious commitment. Yeah, I've inadvertently um, not paid for fuel. Uh, I did that by <laughs> yeah. Did you do a, that? Well, what happened was it was at uh, the BP at Ashfield when I was living at, uh, over there with a couple of other kids. As we wacky uh, kids, they wacky were. kids back then. But uh, look, uh, look, I filled up in the the 2004 Nissan Maxima I had at the time. Went inside, bought a packet of I sandwiches. I remember this. Yeah, bought the sandwiches, but didn't pay for the fuel. Just didn't even think of it. She didn't even ask. Normally they say any fuel. She didn't. Anyway, we found a police card under the oh. door when I got home. I rang them because I thought, what's going on? Because, you know, it was, we were up to pretty sus stuff. Rang the uh, police and uh, they th- said, you were, you drove off. Go fix it up now. And I did. I find it amazing that the police got called to that uh, straight up. Well, I guess well, there's no other way to track you down, is there? Yeah, look, I don't think it would have been on there, like, you know, in terms of the sort of triage system yep. they have, it would have been low, 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 low. But eventually they got to it. Intense the card. I think know. in Australia, I'm just doing some research. It seems in Australia, mm. electrical items are heavy on the list, but I don't understand. I think that's really just stuff that police are investigating. Yeah, true. I think in terms of police information, it's it's going to be electrical items. I yeah. don't think, I don't think the police are getting called when cheese is stolen. Yeah, do, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, they only really get involved now these days if you're trying to knock off an ATM. And let me tell you, that's fucking hard. Have you? Uh, oh, how, <laughs> no, I, haven't, I haven't tried it, but have you watched seen, a lot of YouTube? I mean, they use yeah, they use bulldozers. I love it when they 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 get like a big yeah, earth yeah. moving equipment or just a Hilux, mm. and they they think they can just yeah. put a chain around it and just yank it out. That doesn't happen, mate. Great, even if you do, yeah. what are you going to do next? Because <laughs> I don't want to break to you. Get into it, yeah, and it sprays ink on all the notes. Yeah, it fucks up all the notes. Permanent ink. You'd like to see that when they do get it back to wherever they take it to in some garage, and they just go, "What do we do now? Okay, we've got an ATM that's full of cash, but." What do we do? But so they are—they are just. I think the the cheaper model ATMs, yeah, they don't have all those security features. Yeah, that's right. I think you're right, Trev. Those little, like I remember, 
I think we talked about it, but I, we did that story on a current affair and we talked about the, the uh, security cameras that can be checked oh, by yeah. the internet. Remember yeah. I talked about yeah. that massage parlour that right. had the cash ATM yeah. and the woman reached into the drawer behind the counter, got a key, yeah. walked over to the ATM, turned the key yeah. and pulled out a cash box. Yeah. And yeah. there would have been a four centimetre bundle of 50s in the yeah. Yeah. Right Now that's a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. Um and so I'm, I'm wondering if those super cheap ones, not a bank one, yeah. just don't have the security, and that's that's why they're a risk. They're an easy target. Yeah, well, don't get any ideas, people. Um, <clears throat> they're certainly not behaviour we condone, is it? No, Tom? not at all. In fact, uh, we we what's the word? What's the opposite of condone? Um, support? No. <laughs> no. We, we 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 don't condone. We don't condone. There's another word, like a single word that's just, we just bar it. Okay, well, I, I don't know what that word is, Trev. Sorry. All right, fair enough. Let's just get on with the show. Let's do it. Hey, hey, hey! Do you love Coke? Got a lot to answer for this jingle. This is what ruined Trevor's body. Yeah, basically. Like, you can't beat the feeling. Like, yeah. Well, that's, you can't beat the feeling of my gut. And no. That's, that's to blame. Do you remember that ad? Like they had a big, no. huge Coca-Cola ball? can, yeah, no. ball-style blow-up thing on the beach, yep. and they're just running around, just drinking their Coke. I don't think that today, because Coke's not good for you, you'd have an ad that promotes in such a way. I don't know. It's still pretty positive what they do with Coke ads. Yeah, but it's like people running around really being active and living an active lifestyle, drinking Coke. It just doesn't sit, just doesn't sit well with me in 2019. Yeah, I still love it. Now listen, um, we got a nice little scoop yesterday. Uh, yes, thanks to uh, thanks to one of the boys in the man cave mm. who'd been digging around the internet and found a, a photo of a new Foxtel remote control. Yeah, <clears throat> and um, the reason I took a great interest in that is because I've been invited to a Foxtel event next uh, Wednesday. Right, where they're going to announce something. Mm. Now let me read you the invitation okay. that, that I was sent uh, for this event. Uh, because I questioned it, to be honest, so I didn't immediately respond to the positive. It says, Foxtel invites you to a briefing by CEO Patrick Delaney, top bloke, Good guy. to unveil the new Foxtel experience in capital letters. Yeah. A completely new way to engage with Foxtel's content and more. So I've just gone, listen, a Foxtel experience. Yeah. Is that about plan, structure, new business, or... Mm-hmm. Is it are you making like an experience store at a Westfield so people can go in and check it out? Yeah, right. Okay. Because I'll be honest with you, yeah. if it's that, you're not coming. I'm not interested. Not going to go. And they said no, it's something more interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I've said fine, I'll be there. I don't know if they still want me there now because we published at AFTM.com um, a picture of this new remote control. Now the remote control for Foxtel hasn't changed a lot since. No. The, it first went IQ. Exactly. Um, very standard looking thing. It's actually not a Foxtel thing. You see them around the world. The skyboxes are very similar, mm. but. The big difference on this new remote is a few extra buttons. So underneath the play pause button, there's some orange buttons that get you directly to, say, movies. That's right. You can click one button and go straight to the movie section of your Foxtel box. Straight to the the TV library. Straight to different things. And there's a button for Netflix. All of a sudden, there it is. A new button. Now, Netflix buttons exist on many, many remote controls because Netflix often, this is their their cunning ploy, Mm. they won't allow a TV to have a Netflix app unless they put a bloody Netflix button on the remote. Oh, right. Like, they, they literally... Well, good on the market. Yeah, that's cunning. I it's like it. It's so smart. Yeah, it is it smart. It makes them one yeah. click, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The TV has to meet certain requirements, has to be launched the app in a certain number of seconds and all these things. Yeah. But uh, Foxtel announced some months ago, so mm. it was early in the... We, we knew that this was coming, mm. but this is this is the, the confirmation that it's about to drop. 
So having a Netflix button on your Foxtel remote means that if you've got a Foxtel IQ 3 or 4 now, you know there's a, there is actually an apps section. Yeah. Uh, often you'll see it, it's like where the, I don't know, the, the Sky News multi-channel is or something like that. But that's where you're going to have yeah. the Netflix app. Exactly. Now, I imagine that it won't do anything other than just launch Netflix as you see it today. Yep. I don't believe Netflix content will be integrated into the same user interface okay. as Foxtel. Yep. Netflix just don't allow that. No. They, they're very strong about yeah. these things. So I think they'll they'll hold that line. Mm. And I don't think... And what I don't know is how Foxtel is going to sell this, package this. Mm. But what it is, is the battle for the HDMI one. Yeah. So everyone has... The TV, the antenna, mm. and that's the default thing that comes on. Then there's HDMI 1, 2, maybe 3, maybe 4. Mm. And all these boxes, whether it's Fetch or Telstra TV or Vodafone TV or Foxtel, mm. want to be your HDMI 1. Yep. And they want you to be able to do everything you normally do on a television without having to touch your television remote. Mm. Because your Foxtel remote has a volume, has a channel, has all those buttons. They want you to be able to go to Channel 9, Channel mm. 10, and to Beyond Discovery and all those things. Yep. They want you to be able to now... Click the Netflix button, watch Netflix, and then when you finish watching that show, hit back on your Foxtel remote and just go to your normal menus. Exactly. They don't want to, because right now, if you've got a Samsung TV in a Foxtel box, yeah. you, what, you're watching Foxtel, yeah. and you're going to watch, uh, watch Netflix now. Hit the home button, you yeah. go to Netflix, and when you finish that, you hit back or home, mm. you're, you're basically saying, open up all of the world of what's on this TV exactly. to me instead of mm. take me straight back to Foxtel. Yeah. They want to keep you in the world garden of Foxtel. Yeah. Okay, well, that's fair enough. Think? I think it's great. Um, look, it's, you know, obviously we will send that picture in the man cave, actually. And here's a tip. If they wanted the information to remain secret, uh, probably best not to send out a batch of new remotes with the word Netflix on them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, how did that it's happen? just crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, you're entitled to jump on a story when it's legitimate. So I think you'd be fine, Trev, oh, with we'll your relations with the great people Mate, at Foxtel. I'll be honest, we've, we've had a lot of Foxtel exclusives over the years. Yeah, well, mate, we, we should if just I was about Patrick Foxtel. Delaney, you'd, yeah. think, you'd think I had a contact in there. Yeah. But I don't. You don't. We've just got really great audience members. Our audience great members readers, are our great best listeners. researchers. We love you very much for it. The other thing, so a couple of things about Netflix before I tell you about the other things yeah. of the remote. I, I doubt that Foxtel will be billing for Netflix. Okay. Yeah, so well, actually, that's interesting. If you're not it? a yeah. Netflix customer and you get the Netflix logo mm. and you press it, it's not going to say sign up and click a button. It'll be one click yeah. you know, charged to your Foxtel account. Mm. If they do that, it will be huge. Yeah. Because it means you can just press a button and get a Netflix subscription. It's just yeah. on your Foxtel account. account. That'd be awesome, but yeah. I don't think so. Also, it'd be awful mm. if you had to do it that way. Mm. Like, I've got an existing Netflix account. I don't want to have to do it through a new Foxtel yeah. thing. So it has to be independent. I think it will be. The other thing that's on the remote that kind of is, is lost because you focus on the Netflix is up the top there's a there's a microphone. Uh, so it's got voice recognition. It's going to have voice Who control. Who uses that? Seriously. See, so there's a microphone yeah. on the top as well. So no you're going gonna, to gonna press that and you're going to say uh, Sky News. Yeah. Take it to Sky News. Yeah. Or My Library. Take it to yeah. your, your library. But I don't know how good it'll be. No. Uh, I, use that on, I use that on my Samsung TV. You do? Time. Channel 90. Really? Like if we're in Netflix or something, I just press the microphone okay. and go Channel 90. Takes me straight to channel nine. That's fair enough. Yeah, I don't. I've never really done that with my LG. Yeah, well, mate, yeah. Uh, give it a, give it a whirl. I should give it a whirl. Look, the be- the the more modern your TV, the better it is. There's no doubt it yeah. gets better as you go. Mm. But I don't know. Anyway, so look, that'll they'll be officially announced on Wednesday. Um, we'll have to wait and see exactly what it is and what we're speculating how much of it's true. Mm. But stay tuned to EFTM on Wednesday for that. And I'd be interested. Jump into the man cave and let just let's have a chat about where this goes. Like, is this is this going to keep... Because you can get Netflix already. Or like if you're a Telstra customer, just get a Telstra TV. Mm. 
Like, it's not going to keep you as a Foxtel subscriber. If they're worried about losing subscribers, mm. is this really going to keep people as subscribers? Mm. Well, it, it may well backfire, but it may well be a great success. I'm, I'm sure that they're hoping it is. Mm. To me, look, when I f- first saw that, I, thought, oh, I just went, that makes so much sense. Mm. Have it all on one remote. Yep. Foxtel, they've sort of unlocked themselves so others can come on board. It's good. Well, you know, is it going to have Stan? I don't know. It doesn't look like it. Yeah, well, this is the thing. You're going to have Disney Go. How many people do you think, in reality, subscribe to three, four, five streaming services? Again, going to the Man Cave, someone posed this question in the Man Cave, and there was um, a a lot of people had two. Yeah, at least two. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, because it it does that up. Not many, less people had three, for sure. Yeah. But a lot of people have two. Okay. I can we un- pay for Netflix and Stan. I don't yeah, I can understand all. those two. Amazon, no. Uh, unless you want to watch the Grand Tour, basically. That's the only reason to have it. There it is. Well, Trev, with ha- we have had the chance in the EFTM garage over the last week or so to have three vehicles which can accommodate seven or eight people. Now, I think I mentioned last week that we have the Lexus LX570, which yep. is based on the Land Cruiser. I took that with the five kids to uh, Leeton, 1,200 kilometres. Good drive. That's a big trip. And we also had the Nissan Patrol 2RL, which is a big V8. That's a seven-seater. And now, downstairs, we have the Volkswagen Multivan Black Edition. Yep. All three cars, obviously, can accommodate a lot of humans. Mm. But, Trev, yep. in reality, that third row, yep. it's just... A myth, isn't it? So last night we had we we came to the office with a lot of kids with my brothers up, Mm. and they're two two like the two bigger boys, so fifteen year old, twelve year old. Mm. In fact, there was definitely room for another kid in the the third row. Okay, and because that was in in the multivan, the multivan, because in the in the center of the multivan, we've got it set up with the captain's chairs, you know, yes, individual chairs, yes, which is like awesome because you want your kids separated. I don't want to break to you. You go down the seven. When we when we talked carnival, mm. I was always going to get the carnival to yeah. ensure that it had the removable centre seat, right? Which on the carnival is just epic because it comes out and you keep it. Yeah, you put it in the garage. You can put it in the. You boot. can actually take the whole um, thing. Yeah. And so you can put it in if you need the yeah. the full eight seats. Yeah, you can have it. Right. But otherwise, you've got captain's chairs and a nice big back row. Mm. And the multi van, it's a beautiful floor finish. Mm. It's like a wooden. Yeah, it's got some sort of wood veneer. Floor, yeah, floor finish. The the seats move forward and back a lot because they're on rails. rails. Yeah, it's like a track. I haven't moved the rear seat, but yeah. I went and opened the boot of the van, yeah. and there's a huge amount of space back there. Is there? Despite the the configuration with the legroom, right? Like the the Carnival is my go-to seven-seater because of the amount of space in the yep. boot, because it has this big cavern yeah, underneath right. the floor, yeah. and you can keep the floor. You can put all your groceries just in there, let yeah. alone enough room for some bags. So yeah. we could have gone away on the weekend and just used the back of the Carnival. Yeah, right. Because the problem in the Lexus, we had one seat up, and then we had. Bags around the kids. Yeah, sure. It's not a good thing. No. It's actually not a good thing safety-wise. Safety-wise, yeah, exactly. The multi-van, yeah. Jesus, you could pack four or five suitcases in there. Really? Behind the third row. Yeah, I haven't had really... I mean, I drove it here the other day. It's a diesel, a little tiny diesel. It's underpowered. It hasn't got much power. But it sort of grows on me every time I see it. It's an attractive-looking car. It's I don't red. Look of it. It's red, and it's got all the black decals on it because it's the... Um, Lucky they're, they're black decals because they're white. You'd look like an Australian look, post driver. <laughs> exactly. It's basically the new combi van, to be honest. Well, like, it is. Yeah. Do they have armrests on yeah, the Yeah, arm, uh, armrests on the, on the, the captain's seats. chairs in the, in the centre row. Yeah, and right, then on, okay. the, on the driver and passenger. But has it grown on you a little? Because <sighs> initially, I mean, you stormed in here. 
You stormed in here and you said, look, that's crap, drives like a truck. It does. It still drives like a truck. It's very you're sitting, you're sitting very over the wheel, yeah. like a traditional courier yeah. van. Yeah. Whereas well, in, a car- it in, a, but in a carnival, you're not. You don't get that. You feel like you're just in a yeah. like a Sorrento. Yeah. Like it just feels like you're in a normal car. Mm. And because of that driving experience, it does still feel very. And obviously, the diesel engine. Yeah. Um, well, that's it, the problem. I think it's, that causes it, your issues. It, well, I know. To the, be honest. I actually didn't realize it was diesel. I just I just thought it was a yeah. very groany yeah. engine, right? Yeah. Like it it's it goes where you need it to go. Does what you want it to do, but I don't think my wife would feel comfortable driving it because it feels like a van yeah, as opposed no. to feeling like a car. So the Carnival, the Odyssey, mm. they take into that vehicle yeah. feel, yeah. whereas your multivan is a van. It's also but, bloody expensive too. But your compromise is space. Yeah. Even though the Carnival has good space, there's nowhere near as much space as you can create in the back of the multivan. Yeah. And you could take six adults mm. with ease in the multivan. Right, okay. Like utter ease. Yeah. Six adults. With ease. Yeah. No question. There's no I what's another car you could take six of me and you? Uh I mean Yeah, I can't think of one. No. I, I really can't I mean probably yeah. the ILO or IMAX. It'd have to be the <laughs> IMAX or the ILO, whatever they call it. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, but let's let's just get away from that. I want to explore your Lexus adventure. Yep, yep. Now that is an eight seater. It's yep. a huge car. I mean, yep. it's you know massive car, luxurious. You've driven it a long way. I've only yep. been going to and from home. Yep. Give us your thoughts. Look, it was a very nice drive on the freeway. Mm. The rate, I'm telling you, it's number one feature. And this is clearly a Toyota Lexus thing, but the radar cruise control is intelligent. So a couple yep. of times on country roads. Imagine we're driving on a straight road, car in front of me, radar cruise control, I've got it set to 100, we're going 95. Mm. Car in front, um, there's there's a turn, and, mm. and, that, and that turn is like another arterial road. So mm. they're going to they're gonna veer off. He indicates nothing changes on my car, but he pulls into the turning bay. Now, the thing is, we're about to make a right-hand turn. So I've got right-hand yeah. turn on. We've we, we started the turn, and the car has begun its turn off to the left into a, into mm. a kind of turning lane. And my car accelerated back to my, what I wanted it to be before that car had fully essentially committed to yep. its turn. And I went, that's exactly when I would yeah. have accelerated. Yeah. Like it did what I would have done. It was smart enough to know he's, he's yeah. I'm turning right, he's going left. The yeah. radar was very smart. I thought that was excellent. Actually got some smarts. Um, it, it still feels a bit floaty. <laughs> and I tried it in sports bus yeah. mode. I tried it in comfort mode. Yeah. Um, I, it, I, which some people love, but yeah. I just don't. I, like, I, sadly, yeah. I just drove a BMW, and I remember why I love BMWs because they're yeah. they're direct. The feel is of ultimate. The Lexus doesn't have that. Um, space wise, it was good. Yep. We had two kids in the middle row, one in the back. But as I said, the compromise there was we had a, one of the seats down, one up, and we had a couple of bags around the kids. So I didn't like that. And mate, the kids in the back couldn't hear us. Mm. Like, well, well, they wouldn't be. They able had, to. had radio yeah. on and stuff, but yeah. I literally couldn't hear a thing we were saying. Yeah. And then they have they're having to climb in and out the back door because yeah, it's yeah. a it's a pain for kids to be yeah. able to lift that seat up and have yeah. that thing go forward, which is why the multi van carnival experience is walk through and get out. Yeah, because both doors <coughs> slide open electronically. So I, I and we got fourteen point nine over twelve hundred yeah, I mean, kilometers. I'm getting to I, you know I'm about to take a mortgage on that trip yeah. just for the petrol. Yeah, mate, it's big. Honestly, depending on the price of petrol, and recommends premium. You can pay almost three hundred bucks to fill oh, the thing because it's got dual Australia, tanks. I can tell you right now, I used uh, E10. <laughs> okay, well that's not good. Now, okay, mm, well, it's fine. It yeah. says it can take it. Okay, but just yeah, it's not recommended. It, 
You wouldn't want to do thing. it if you, if you owned it. You probably wouldn't want to do it all the time. No, it's bullshit, mate. Okay, Excuse it's it. official. Anyway, the van's sixty three nine hundred. The Lexus is one hundred and seventy grand, and the big Nissan Patrol we had is about ninety grand. And I've got to tell you, it's a much better drive than the Lexus. Although I do love the look of the Lexus, and I love the fact that they've crammed as much Lexus high end lavish stuff into it. Yeah, that is, you know, conceivably possible. If I tell it's pretty ordinary, though. I don't know how that happened. Uh, like, I don't know how like, it happened. Uh, Amanda didn't realize that thing was a joystick yep. to control the infotainment. Yeah, and so she thought I was the only one that had volume yeah. control and track control for a start. And then when she tried to use it, it was just rubbish. But yep. like, I just don't understand how, how that, that happens. How so, that got out of someone's someone pad. in J- in Japan has said, "Let's reinvent the mouse and fuck it up." And and let me tell you, they fucked it up. It's bad. And you know you can adjust the sensitivity to that little rectangular piece that acts as a, uh, a mouse? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not about the sensitivity. It's yeah. about the user interface. It's about the it doesn't um, flow simplicity of it. Easily. Like the, how, the, the, the cursor. You know what? It took me a long time to find just equalizer controls. Oh, really? Because you've got, there's no, in the settings, there's oh, the no audio, yeah. You've got to, yeah. you've got to be, you've got to have the source. It's not uh, open, yeah, and then you've got to go down to the sound yeah. there. Yeah. Just little did things. You, did you wind back the bass? Yes, yeah, I always have it up for because you you freaking turned it up, you idiot. <laughs> exactly. All right, right, kids, well, mate. Seven and eight seat cars, probably not the best examples because one of them is very expensive. The Nissan's a big fat V8 petrol engine vehicle, and the multivan, well, essentially, it's based on some love sort it, of just too expensive. Okay. What's this? Ah! The sound of a cheer and the laugh and the roar of a crowd. One of the great shows! You can feel the expectation and the wild jubilation as they're shouting the winner's names aloud. Cause it's the greatest game in town. And it's the craziest fun around. Get ready, Trev! That's the name! That's the game! That's the name of the game! You know, wow. I didn't realise that was filmed out this way. Yeah, mate. Northwestern uh, Sydney. I remember being in, um, would have been year five or six, because that was the only years I was in school in Sydney. Yeah. Um, we went to Vision Valley, which is a big camp up this way. Yeah. My kids have gone there since. Wow. Um, and we drove past... Uh, the site of It's a Knockout, because yeah. at the time it was still at being Dural. filmed at Dural, yeah. on the way to uh, to, uh, to to Vision Valley. Yeah. And it was just so exciting. Wow. See, now I'm looking back at it, and it was Billy J. Smith, who's a Queensland TV producer. Yes. He actually died just recently. He I did think. too, yeah. Um, and Fiona McDonald. Oh, Fiona They were McDonald. the hosts. Did she end up on Hey Saturday as well at some point? She oh, may I have. I think so. And do you, but, but here's the thing. Do you remember it came back? It did, they in did. In 2011, yeah, 12, about, there was only eight episodes. Yeah, big drama. It didn't, didn't work it was out. There 100 episodes back in 85 to 87. Wow. 100 episodes. Yeah. And then it ended up with uh, just eight episodes in uh, in 2011, 12. God, that was a lot. H.G. Nelson, Charlie Robinson, high five, yeah? Yeah. And Brad McEwen. Unbelievable. I mean, that area has some history because you also had Amaru Park out that way as well. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we drive no. past it every second day. Well, you know, I, it's just Am- houses down. See, Amaru Park, the thing about Amaru Park that I struggle with every time I yeah. drive that way to your joint is. I went to the uh, Shell Australian Touring Car Championship in whatever year it was, mm. and you know I would have been, I don't know, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, I remember getting Peter Brock and Thomas Mazira's autographs on my school bag. Yeah, I had a had a black school bag with red pockets. <laughs> Thomas Mazira and Peter Mazzera, Brock autographs on the day. So good. Yeah. Uh, I, saw, I saw Doug Mulray broadcasting from oh, there in a triple in a Triple M, M caravan. Yep. 
Uh, I, I remember meeting Mark Larkin because I was a wow. Griffith boy and so was he. It was just, yeah. But here's the thing. I remember my mum dropping me there. Mm. We lived on the central fucking coast. Yeah. My mum dropped me at Amaru Park. She must have gone down the gorge. Hey, she had faith. I'm not dropping a 14-year-old at Amaru Park. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no way you get public and, transport there, is and, there? And I don't remember, like, this is, this is where you lose touch of today mm. and, and yesterday. Mm. How the fuck did we arrange to be picked up? That's exactly like, right. Can I just say there pick no me up phones. at this time yeah. at that place? Meet me somewhere at some point. There was like we had. Do you, did you ever have a telecard? No. What was that? Oh, later, later, later in our childhood, we had a telecard, which is like a re- way to make a reverse charge call. But you didn't make a reverse charge. It was just you'd put in a code, like in a payphone. Right. No. You put in this code, and then it opened up your ability to make calls to home. Maybe I did have one of those. I certainly remember reverse charge calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just don't know how I organised with my mum to pick me up, yeah. or whether someone else did. I just. I have no recollection of that. That's weird. I remember being there. I don't know what happened. I remember Tony Longhurst was racing in BMW wow. uh, little M3s then. That was a really great course too. Really good. I've tried to. I've driven around the area and tried to get no, some sort of just, idea of where everything was. There's just nothing. A part of the lake is still there, but right. it's all homes now. You know, it's incredible. It's basically where my media career started. Oh, exactly. And so uh, ring I'm, ring David Tap should on, be called uh, Long Park. Straight. Emru Long Park. Straight talk with David Tapp on 2KY 1017 Sport and Good Talk. Good times. So shut, when did it shut down? 2000, oh, sorry, 1994, about then? Absolutely no idea. Fair enough. Okay. Just none. Phones, um, Trev, phones. Well, we we'll got a lot of take phones. Take a headset off gently and go and grab my backpack. Cause, okay, I'm just going to go. Because I, I, I need, I think it's important for you now that you're here uh, to, to physically hold these phones in your hand. Uh, YouTube, uh, EFTM or uh, up at EFTM.com. Have a look at uh, the video and the photos because what I've got here are mock-ups of the 2019 iPhones as it is believed to be from the Chinese factories. Now, I've done this the last two years in a row. Um, I've obtained these uh, samples, these dummies, um, at great expense to the uh, EFTM uh, budget. (laughs) Very rich. Um, Um, But they've been spot on the last two years. Spot on. So you're an iPhone XS Max user today. That in your hand right now is what I believe to be the iPhone 11 Max, if that's what it's going to be called. Okay, so what I'm looking at is... And I've is said before, and I'll say it again, so it's on the regular, I think it should be called the iPhone Apollo. It's the same size as the XS Apollo I've got. Apollo. <laughs> yeah, I, like I think that would be a great name. That would be good. 50th anniversary. There's it's exactly the same size. It looks exactly the same, except on the back. Yeah, there's like a postage stamp size camera array that's black. With one, yeah. two, three, well, three lenses by the looks of three it. Three lenses, a, a light, an LED, and probably some other sensor. either another microphone or it could be what we call a time in flight, time of flight sensor. Ah, yes. Uh, which gives you better depth uh, perception and things like that. But the thing about that camera array is it looks very similar to the Huawei Mate 20, which was my favorite phone of last year, except they put the, the square in the middle. Yes. It kind of looked symmetrical. Mm. And they had uh, the lenses. Symmetrical as well. Two on on one side, one on the on the right, with the LED kind of taking the place of a fourth. Yeah. Whereas this is a triangular array of lenses with yeah, the, with the flash up in the weird spot. It just looks weird to me. Mm. But I think just also it just looks ugly. The way it sits, if Don't it sits really flat too, it's not going to sit too well. Yeah, but that's the same. Um, yeah, one. well, it does look ugly. Aesthetically, it's a disaster. So the, the, the eleven and the eleven Max look the same. Yeah, the eleven R, if we call it that. Looks the same with the same mod, but it's only got two lenses. Just the two. And the and the other sensors. So my problem is it doesn't look good. No. Look, and I don't know. I reckon that's why Johnny and I have quit. Yeah, fair enough. Look, I've got to ask you, and you know, because it's unbelievable. In my hand now, 
is potentially the next iPhone. It's It feels like an iPhone. It, it's built to the quality you'd expect from an iPhone, but it's just a mock-up. Like, how... I don't know if you could tell us and lift, you know, reveal behind the curtain what goes on. Who makes these and how do you get them? Like, well... It's a China-based... <coughs> so what, what I can tell you is delivery. this is not made by anyone involved in the Apple iPhone production process. Of course. Okay? It's made by people who make cases. So the case people. So the case people need to make these mock-ups. So what they do is they, they sell these mock-ups yeah. to anyone and everyone who's making other cases. Fair enough. Because then what they can do is they can check their cases. So they can, they yep. can put their case on and go, it still fits. Yeah. Um, they can make sure they've, they've put it beautifully around the camera yeah. module and all those kind of things. Okay. And they, they probably don't even know that they're no. selling these things to the media yeah, because right. they're just really selling them they to, they just want to the case, case people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're probably charging a premium now. And to be yeah. honest, they have put their prices up. So they think, they, I think they're taking the piss a bit. But yeah. um, the that's what they're for. They're for yeah, testing... Okay. Um, they're for testing cases. Yeah, right. <clears throat> now, are they correct? I don't know. Have they I, ever I been wrong? They've not been wrong in the last two years that I've seen them. Mm. But I just feel like this one's the one that... This is the mid-size one and the lower price one. Yeah. Just... I don't know that it'll have... Maybe it'll have a dual lens. I don't know. But I just think that... I think it's ugly. Yeah. And I feel like Apple's got to do something to go... How how do we make that look better? It's, it's ugly, and it's going to look even more ugly with case, a case. No, on it. I don't know. I think so. You put this is an Apple case on my yeah. iPhone XS. Mm. Look how snug yeah, yeah, the yeah. leather case is around that. Maybe it'd look okay if the case yeah, is possibly. perfectly snug around there. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's weird. The the thing is though, Huawei. See that with the oval, it doesn't look as bad. Anyway, Huawei with their triple lenses and yeah. Samsung with the triple lenses and LG with the triple lenses have put them in a row. One, two, three, yeah, yeah. or down. One, two, three. They've gone away from the block. So I just feel like Apple's behind the eight. Yeah, here. but also, I think with these little design quirks that pop up every now and then, they'll get away with it. I mean, we had the notch problem yeah. at the top. Yeah. Everyone was like, So you oh, think essentially we'll adjust? I think yeah, you'll adjust within days. There'll still be idiots lining up for them. I mean, you know, if you're an Apple person, you know, you probably won't care. I mean, it's not that bad to look at. Yeah. Uh, I prefer it wasn't black. I don't know if they could do another colour to match the actual body of the phone, but then the, yeah. the lenses will yeah, just exactly. out too much, won't they? I suppose. Anyway, the uh, I've done a video. It's up at eftm.com, and as well as some more photos. So if you want to have a look, jump on the website eftm.com. Let us know what you think. Slip, slop, slap. It sounds like a break when you say it like that. Slip, slop, slap. In the sun, Slop, slap, slap. Why did they get Kenny Calendar? Uh, that's a very good point. Don't you remember that? Ken? You know that was, was the like most a, uh, a, a pelican, wasn't it? Uh, it was a some bird-like creature. I think it was a pelican. It was the most successful Australian health campaign of all time. Wow! Slip, slap, slap. Better than Norm last week. Life Bull. being it. Oh, you know, I'd, I'd call that absolutely. Yeah. It's it's also lasted because. But the problem is now. Yeah. That was a great jingle. Yeah, it was. But now, great what saying. is it? Would you know what it is now? I don't know. Oh, see, it's changed now. But everything about sunscreens has changed. I mean, for, for starters, 15-plus used to be the go. Now you need at least 30-plus before you even get your foot through the door with my wife. I think 50-plus is as high as you can go. And there's other theories about sunscreen. You're meant to wear it for at least an hour or so before you even go outside. There's a lot of things surrounding sunscreen these days which are just making life complicated. Cancer council. Cancer council. Slip, slop, slap, sleek, seek, slide. What's seek, slide? I don't know. Um... What? So like a warning message. It was a seagull, by the way. Sid the seagull. Sid the seagull. That's right. Um, what are we seeking and hiding? I don't know. 
I think the, <coughs> there's the original video and the new one. So I think you're seeking shade. Yeah, seek shade. Shelter. Sliding on a hat. It's a shelter in place. <coughs> I think that might be it. I right, think, okay. I think, I think I think the idea is to slide on a hat or a, sh- or a shirt. Fair enough. I can't can't watch the video. Slip, slop, slap. It must have worked because remember you you, you know um well, I guess in the old days I say this but a couple of years ago you'd be watching a game of cricket and there'd be rain and they put the old highlights on of a match back in the early eighties. Yeah. yeah. Every person or oh, every bloke in the in the crowd no shirt on. No. <laughs> didn't give a rats back Couldn't then. Rats. Yeah. Slip on some protective clothing. Right. It covers yeah. much so you've got of to have your body. Your rashies. Yeah, it covers as much of your body as possible. Okay. Slop on SPF 30 or higher. 30 or higher. Yeah. Slap on bo- broad-brimmed hat that shades your face. Yeah. Seek shade, slide on sun- sunglasses. Yeah. Slip you know, on a shirt, slap, slap on sunscreen and slap on a hat. So that hasn't changed. No. So the hat hasn't changed. It's now shade and sunglasses. You know, we're going to reach a point with all this where we look like that astronaut that's up on the um yeah. the piece of art here in the office. It's fully covered. No fun at all. Well, it's all right. We've already got to that point. Yeah, we have. Not allowed to have fun. Anyway, look, I want to talk to you about... It's a domestic problem oh, at okay. home. Should, um, we, should we be recording? It's not a... You yeah, know, we should. We should. Know. I'm an open book, as, as you know, Trev, and I like to 2.0. reveal things about my, my life yep. to you. Now, my wife's grandma, she um, lives out at Grenfell, which is a lovely little town west of Cowra, beautiful town. But the time has come for her to move into Bathurst, so she's closer to my in-laws, which means that she's moving home. And uh, there's a lot of equipment that, obviously, she has accumulated over a number of years, being in her late 80s, I believe, including a piano. So the contents of this house are being dispersed amongst the family um, based on her grandma's wishes, and we've ended up with the piano. Hang on, stop. (coughs) When... This or something similar happened in some part of my family. I remember there being stickers. Stickers? You know, blue one, blue stickers were for that uncle, blue, red stickers. Oh, really? No, everyone just went around the house and, you know, okay. did the best. Yeah, right. Did GC request the piano? No. It was, <coughs> no, 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 no. Auntie, oh, auntie, Grandma Lola made the decision for us. So you can't so say no to Grandma the Lola. Piano can, well, see, my wife is actually very good on the piano. Musically, she's quite good. She's great at the clarinet, really good at the clarinet. Ben Hickam. Um, that doesn't seem is. like the kind of skill that's retained. No, like she's a high reta- school thing, and then well, she's, on. she's definitely retained it. Let me wow. tell you. So, look, anyway, she this, still have a clarinet. Yeah, she does. Actually, we had what? to get it serviced. We had to get it serviced. How often she, she whip out the clarinet? Year, oh, she hasn't used it since she was in year twelve. <laughs> Mate, what, what about this? So, at some point when she had it stored, not in, when she was living with me, it, it, it actually had some sort of carpet might eat the uh, inner lining of it. And which is apparently quite common for clarinets. But anyway, it wasn't wow. from our house. She took it to a place in Sydney and they said, we can fix it, but it'll be $2,500. Now, originally, I think it cost three grand. They're not cheap. So anyway, it's now been taken back to the in-laws and there's a person at Orange you can do it for 500 bucks. So it's all being sorted. But back to the piano. It's not a grand piano. It's, a, it's an upright piano. It's a very old one. I'd suggest it's probably over 100 years old, just based on the looks of it. And we've got to find a position for it in our house. Did you know how fucking complicated it is to transport a piano? Yeah, mate. It needs to be done, not by some removalist, but by specialists. Because How much is that going to cost? Well, it's not going to cost us anything, let me tell you that. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Who's paying? Uh, Lola. She's paying. Oh, good on your lols. So she's, that's good. But it's like you're talking about big money. Think about that from Grenfell to Pitt Town. A lot of money. So we're going to have this piano, which is fine. That's great. But it's going to be in my TV room. Now, my TV room features a screen... Uh, a speaker in each corner, and it's a nice comfy couches. It's my space. 
I've got the Hue lights in there. But now this piano is going to be in there, Trev. It's going to take up space. And it's as like well. it's an old wood style. It's not going to match. Is it? You, it's not going to match. You're more worried about the aesthetics than yep. the, the space, it's aren't you? It's not going to match the the, the the the. It's just going to be. It does not belong in a modern house. Have you had this conversation with your wife? Look, I've scratched oh, the surface. Have you had this argument with your wife? I've scratched the surface, but I haven't gone as deep as we have here, Trev. And I'm hoping that she will never find out about this conversation. But look, the piano, I'm told at least it's in tune. Well, um, we've got the topic. Uh, we've got the title of this podcast sorted. Yeah. A bloody I'm piano. The, the bloody piano. Piano man. Anyway, I don't know. I mean, often this happens in life, I guess. You but, get offloaded. But a piano is good because it's like acts as a mantle. You can put photos on it on the top. Yeah, I know you can do it. There's trip. benefits. Yeah, but I... I you know, oh, I'll tell you the bigger problem. What? She's going to want it restored. She's going to want it, you know, polished. Yeah, that's the next thing. You're going to have to get it tuned. Yeah. See, the thing is, like my house is quite young. It's only three years old. So it's modern. And everything we have is modern. And I like modern stuff. And now this... Decrep- wood. This decrepit piece of shit's coming into my house. I'm not happy, Trev. You're fucked. I'm not happy. Like, it'd be better off at your house and not bagging the house. Wow! It, it would just suit that era of home better. Like, you'd get away with it. This... Yeah, and where the fuck would I put it in my house? I Well, you wouldn't be able to take it upstairs. Uh, I, I don't know. You'd have to ask Amanda, and I'm not getting involved. Put it out in the kitchen. <laughs> Put it out in the kitchen, play chopsticks each morning. That's all I can play chopsticks. Yeah, I'm good at that. Too. And and uh, and the is chopsticks the the full version. Is that what they did on Big, the Tom Hanks movie? What when they went to FAO Schwartz, the yeah, toy store? You fucking lost me. Man. Really? Seen, oh, I don't think I've seen Big. You haven't seen Big? No, if it, is it? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, mate, that's an epic show. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out there, but uh, no, I haven't seen that one. Um, but anyway, mate, he gets he gets he's in the toy store, yeah. uh, on. On a on a on the world's largest playable piano, right? Right, and and he's like he's a child yeah. who's now in the in the like size of a human, you know, giant and adult, mm. and he, he sees this keyboard and he just starts he just starts going on it, right? Right, and I'll just play a bit for you because I've got it on the on the YouTube. Just pump it through, bro. Check <laughs> your phone with Bluetooth. You hear that? Yeah. This is going to be my yeah. So that, hang on, I'll just go forward because he because he's with an old dude like from the from the company yeah. and they get on together. See shit. Stop it. See Henry's the other thing is Henry. Oh, dun, dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. oh shit, it's still playing because my phone has YouTube Premium. Henry's um, going to see this. and uh, yeah, just want to have mate, a little tinker. Every you may as well get him a drum set. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. What parent chooses to get their, Mate, that's their kid dumb. drums? Unless you have a, a granny flat that's four kilometres away. Like, no, nah, drums are bad. I don't want to break it to you. Yeah. You can put all the foam on the walls of a garage you want. No. You can still hear those fucking things doors yeah, away. And there's nothing worse than a drum player who thinks they're a good drum player and they're not. Ooh, oh, no, I challenge that. Really? A trumpeter. Oh, a trumpeter's who's bad. Who's not a good trumpeter. Oh, I know. See, Did we've got um, good friends of ours. Mm. Uh, they're young. Uh, kids are uh, kids, uh, Jackson's age. Mm. Um Play the the trumpet, yep. and epic. Like played the last post at an Anzac oh, ceremony, to and that, yeah. mate, it was like it was emotional. Yeah. You did such a good job. But if you can't play it, yep. it just sounds like a fucking cat being strangled. Can I tell you, Trev? When I was in First Gosford Scouts, um, First Gosford Scouts, we, see, I brushed Scouts. I was just did Cubs. Fair enough. 
<laughs> you can see how that would happen. Um, I brushed ventures. I didn't make ventures. Yeah, no. Well, we we moved to Griffith at the Scouts. Oh, place, okay, right. And I just went. I I don't have time to meet new people. Right. Not what I do. I spent the world worldwide conservation badge in. in Did you? Yeah. Fuck. Anyone oh. anyone down at the uh, Condell Park or maybe Condell Park uh, Scout Hall yeah. in. Uh, in Bankstown area in Sydney, yeah. there's a tree out the front I fucking planted. Really? It'd be a fucking big tree now. I don't love scouts. It was good. Okay, sorry. Go but um, look, you know, obviously a scout, I was a patrol leader, by the way. Uh, as a, a scout, you, um, were, you were called upon. <laughs> Is that what it was called as a cub sixer? I don't you know. You had two stripes? I, I think it was something like that. Pretty sure. I, dib, 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 dob, dob, dob. I think we were red or blue when you hit the top. I can't remember. Anyway. <laughs> It was your responsibility to to go to the Anzac Dawn service occasionally yep. as a group, so we went along, and it was my role, along with someone else, to put the flag up, raise yep. it during the last yep. post, but the poor person playing the last post. It poor. was a fiasco. Really? This would have been, I mean, we're talking maybe, yeah, early 90s, opposite the police station there at Gosford, where the Anzac Memorial is. Oh, it was bad. Because, mate, that's one thing you don't want to fuck up, the last post. Yeah, and the no. poor girl did. There's a lot of people there. Yeah. Did you ever go to a Jamboree? Uh, yes. There was my, my brother went to Jamboree. I didn't go. I went. I think I dropped him off or something once. Yeah. There was one at Dapto. I went to that. Right. Oh, no, no. Sorry. It was further south. It was near, um, it was down near Kudamundra. In Cubs? Yeah. Did you have the little little cap? We had a hat, yeah. The, the little, little, little yeah. like, like a baggy green style thing. Yep. And the little, what do they call that? Woggle. The woggle. See, you that? see, I moved to. What the fuck's all that about? I moved to Sydney from yeah. Queensland. Yeah. And joined the local Cub Scout group and uh, fucking had them all for yeah. days. Because in Queensland, we had hats. Yeah, right. Like big Akubra-style, big yeah. wide-brim hats, yep. hats. And they had these punsy little fucking <laughs> baggy green-style things down here. Yep. Everyone was very jealous of my big green hat. Really? Yeah. See, I, I used to get bags for being in the Scouts. But honestly, they were the best days of my life. Like, I could have died during that period. The things we did, I'll give you one example. So on Wednesday during Daylight Savings, you go in on a Wednesday night and because it was actually the it was first Gosford Sea Scouts, but it was morphed into a normal scout group. So they had a, a two catamarans, like 16 or 18 foot catamarans, dual hull. So we'd go out every Wednesday onto Brisbane Water and sail. I actually got quite good at it. You get it up on one hull and you, you're pulling the sail. Fuck it, it's this like is a, unbelievable. It's a balance thing and you don't want to fuck it up. Anyway, Simon Keeble was his name. He was uh, on board the catamaran, and we're coming back into shore, and it was great because the fucking wind was up. We're coming back into shore towards the the, the scout building, and look, I'm just thinking this bloke's not going to turn around. Like we're coming in on one hull, we're flying, and it just turned out the rope got stuck and was stuck onto the sail, so you could not stop our forward momentum. So we both jumped off, and the catamarans hit the fucking brick wall at a great rate of knots and just snapped in half. Like, we had about 10 minutes to spare. Because <laughs> we would have been catapulted into the scout building. Oh, fuck, it was bad. It was real bad. Merv uh, Mason was the scout master. He just said, fuck it, that'll do me. The, the fiberglass just shattered into a million pieces. We just abandoned ship. <laughs> he jumped off first. I went, oh, fuck, I'm doing the same. <laughs> Where we go? And then bang, into the wharf. Good times. Mate, on the weekend in Leeton. Yeah. Uh... My sister hit me up for money yeah. from EFTM to sponsor the fucking Art Deco Festival. Oh anyway, so EFTM was a sponsor of the Billy Cart race. Right, yep. My kids were meant to race in the Billy Cart race. <laughs> yeah, good luck. They didn't because I saw the first race. Yeah, it's a fiasco. <laughs> so the first race, this and it was the like four yeah. to five-year-olds, this yeah. little girl in a Billy Cart made by dad. Good good man, well done. It's a rope one. You know, you've got rope or steering. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, proper Billy Cart is either feet pushing and you've got rope 
you know, to pull the Yeah, steering. yeah, sure. Anyway, she's doing a great job. She's yeah. come down the hill. It's beautiful. She's approaching the finish yeah. line, and Dad doesn't keep up. You're meant to run oh. with him. I think you're meant to hold on. Frankly. Yeah, well, that'd be ideal. Dad's let her go. Yeah. She's, mate, she's fine. She's keeping it straight. Yeah. No drums. And Dad yells, pull on the brake! And she, here's what she does. Two hands on the rope. She yeah. takes one hand off the rope, leans down to pull the brake, and the other... <laughs> The other oh, hand's no. still on the rope, so yeah, the fucking yeah. thing's just gone sideways, perpendicular, boom, into the gutter. <laughs> and the little kid has gone fucking whooshka <laughs> into, into the crowd. It was like watching a crash, uh, a car crash test, you know, yeah. from 1960. You should have filmed it. I did. It, I live streamed it. Oh, really? It. And then I went, you know what? I'm going to... Del- going to delete that live stream. Mate, Mate that could have made it Australia's funniest home yeah, videos. Yeah, but I, you know, my sister was this, you know, event organiser, so I didn't think it was appropriate to, huh. you know, really, you know, yeah. go down that path. Fair but, enough. Mate, there were some epic smashes in the uh, in the Billy Card Derby. And, Do they wear uh, helmets? No. Oh, yeah, they were wearing helmets. Sorry, so. yes, they were wearing Jesus. helmets, which was which was obviously a good thing, uh, given the, the outcome in many cases. Yeah. Um, Remember Australia's funniest home videos? Oh, mate, 250000 but that was good money. Yeah, you know, really good money they were, buddy. They were offering. Was that they? how much it was? Yeah, yeah. See, the thing about that show is that a lot of it was regurgitated from overseas, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, mate. Because the, they can't absolutely. have got that many entries from Australia. There's only like four or something each time. Who, who was that? Nikki. Uh, yeah, but that was that was the beautiful thing about it. The beautiful thing about it was Graham Kennedy hosted it at one point. I've got this slow mo of another bloke doing it. But you, oh, like, they, they'd give away cars. This bloke at the back here is just pulled on there. <laughs> mate, he stacks. Three metres away from the start line. No, finish. That's the finish. Oh, line. that's the finish line, right? Um. Any, anyway, funniest home videos yeah. was great. Because, and, and Good these, show. Like, I think it would still. Joe Bev Taylor hosted Joe it Beth as well. Yeah. She, she's so beautiful. I loved her. I really, really did. Funnily enough. Plug it up, plug it up. Not Not a chicken or a cow. Plug it up. That's him right now. Pick up the duck. All right, John Blackman. I mean, you just can't. Yes, the old Unison. Mate, you can't replicate this sort of TV. That would have been a big budget show, wouldn't it? I mean, every Saturday live for about three hours. That's exactly why it was so good. Yeah, it was. Oh, mate, you know, Farnham performers, proper performers. yeah. Big international acts like Tom Jones Jones had come over. It was gold. It was a good show. Hey, hey, it's Saturday. It was almost like compulsory if you missed it. You know, there's all sorts of drama. Uh, it's always good to reminisce about the days now. Now, dash camps. What? what are you talking about? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I've jumped ahead of the rundown, Trevor. Christ, mate. I jumped put, ahead of the rundown. We put hours of preparation to this show, and you just throw it out the window. Bowen, Aussie The lead slang. is yours. Aussie slang. Aussie slang. And what you do, I don't know how you do it in Messenger, but open up Facebook Messenger. The uh, What if the I need to go for an Edgar Britt? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna check that now. Need to go for Edgar Britt. Edgar Britt. This just won't be in the in the dictionary. What so do you want me to do? Facebook have launched a uh, a new robot uh, called Bruce. Uh, Facebook, you gibber. Oh, Facebook that's Messenger. Twitter. You know the chat. Yeah, thing? yeah. Oh, there's a bot chat. A little bot. Not, not Facebook itself. The Messenger. Okay, where's that? Oh, you here. You know where you chat to people? This thing. Yeah, it's a different app. What are you doing? Oh, I don't think. Now search. No, that's it. Is that it? We're just in it. Oh, what are you doing? I'm back. Search at the top. You want to search? Search for Bruce. The Aussie bot. The Aussie... Come on, everyone, do this. Uh, get your Facebook messenger as long as you're not driving. Bruce yeah, the Aussie got bot. it, there got it. So Click on him. And now... Get started. He'll get you going, right? But you can now type words like, crikey. Okay, I'm typing crikey. And Bruce will come back and he'll say, holy dooly. This is text. It's written, holy dooly. You'll be speaking Australian in no time. Remember this one. And then it gives me a, a dictionary definition from the Macquarie Aussie Slang Dictionary. 
Um, you can't write words like that, mate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> swear words are not slang, you dickhead. He wrote back. I can't help you with that. Try one of the below, mate. You're just being you're just being childish now. Okay. Bowen is essentially doing what well, we what all we... did when we got um, uh, in international translation. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just look up all the naughty words. So what, I don't understand. Well, what, what's the point of this? Well, yeah, okay. So you just type a word like I'm get, "Hey, mate." Well, that's that's a phrase for a start. He's written back. G'day, ready to give Aussie slang a go? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. So type yes. Yes. This is really okay. weird. So you're having a chat with a robot here, basically. Yeah. You ripper. Let's get them started then. Um. Well, so what do I do? You type words, or you could say uh, uh, next word. Just type next word. Type next that. word. I think that'll work, and it'll just randomly give you a word from the Aussie slang dictionary. Okay. okay. No, but maybe it won't. Oh, there you go. So you just click Bot- on one. Bottler. Bottler. So you click on bottler. Yeah, it's a bottler. And it'll give you. It'll um. It'll respond with the definition of bottler. You'll be speaking Australian in no time. He says bottler. Absolutely. Br- Fuck. He's gone off. Look. Absolutely brilliant. You're a little bottler. Well, this is pretty cool. I oh, could have a lot cool. of fun with this. Right. It's 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 pretty cool. It doesn't really like it. Oh, I tried stone the crows and things like that. It's really, um, it's really about single words. I, I, no, what are you writing a phrase for? You meant you just wrote a word. Oh, just one word. Yeah. So, like, if you type Reg Grundy's. That's two words. Right? Well, that's a, it's it's slang, right? Reg Grundy's. Yep. He's slang for, that word is as Aussie as, slang for, undies. Yeah, right. Boom. Well, See? That's a New South Wales term. Like I've said I'm going to have a Craig Gower, which means a shower. Yeah. But he was a player for Penrith, I think. Yeah, I don't think that's in the Macquarie Aussie slang dictionary. Right. Uh, it's you know, you know what, Trev? Yep. I reckon Bruce the Aussie bot can go fuck himself. Okay. <laughs> what the hell is this? When did this? When did this happen? It just got launched this week. But what the fuck is this? Okay, no, it's dinner party starter. Okay, conversation oh, oh, starter. You know what? You're probably right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So everyone, go on there, Bruce the Aussie bot. Don't type in some of the things I've said. Um, bots. So wh- where is this software? <laughs> where is it? Well, man, it's not difficult. It's just a computer. Like someone's just programmed a a, a, a code that says do right. this, and it's Macquarie Aussie Slang Dictionary. So yeah, okay. there's a thousand words in the Aussie Slang Dictionary in Macquarie, yeah. and if what you say contains one of those words, it just goes, "I've got the definition over here, and I pull it sure. out and give it to you." Okay. All right. Well, that's well. I've learned something today. Yeah. Trevor. Well, then you can uh, teach other people. You can have dinner parties with your international friends mm. and bring up some just riveting Aussie slang. Yeah. Fair enough. I love it. All right, there it is. This is the EFTM podcast. Don't forget to check us out online as well. Just this. Just wanted to play it again, Trev. I just. Oh, is this? I got all misty again. Yeah, it's It's so good. It's so good. So good. But look, um, dash cams, Trev, which I'm very acutely aware of these days. You know, if you do something stupid on the road, it's bound to be That's captured. because you're mainly doing stupid things on the road. It's bound to be captured by some narc with a dash cam. Narc? Yeah. Some other motorist, you mean? Yeah, probably. But the... What's happening here? I've got no audio. Can't hear myself. Well, Trevor, that's because you started to lie back on the lounge <laughs> and probably unplugged yourself. These headphones are rubbish. Oh, um, that cost 600 the, yeah, well, they, yeah, we should send them in for it. Can you take care of that as a, as a job? Can you get invoice them? Get them all fixed? Okay, sure, no worries. Just contact the good people at Sennheiser and yep. say, listen, how do we, these are all yep. not great. Yeah, three We've of got the one f- set that doesn't work. Three of the four we bought are fucked. Well, I think it's only two of the four. Yeah, right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, my favourite thing is yeah. to get an email. For, it's the only YouTube channel I subscribe to with email alerts. Mm. Dash Cam Owners Australia. Yeah, I love it. Oh, like I'm the same. It's so good. Yeah, they're so good. 
their, their monthly they compilations yeah, exactly. are like I, I may as well just grab a drink, sit down with some hot chips, and just get yeah. enjoy that. Yeah. But this morning one came through. Yeah. And it was a cracker uh, up the ass, you yeah. know, car nearly flipped. Yeah. But the best thing about <laughs> it, and it just doesn't happen on your Russian yeah. videos, and maybe it does, we just can't understand it. Yeah. Is is the incident happens the and then and they go, oh fuck, I know. Oh, you fucking idiot, you fucking moron. Jesus! So forget yeah. Bruce the Aussie bot. Yeah, yeah. What Bruce? Should, they should shut Bruce down. Oh yeah. And just yeah. say, listen, yeah. head to dash cam on Australia. Aussie dash cam slang. I because mean, we are Aussie good at dash it. cam grabs. That's what it should be called. But mate, the the best. <laughs> do you remember what? There's one one of the great videos where the truckies pulled over to the left, and there's a tree across the road, and a woman had driven over the tree, and it obviously fucking stuffed her car up. Mm. So a truck driver pulled over to the left, and then this tr- truck and dog coming the other way. Uh, didn't see the tree and came straight towards them. Completely wiped out her car. She jumped out of the way. You haven't seen that one? So. Oh, mate, the commentary on that's gold. It's like, oh shit, here she comes, here she comes. Oh, no, no. I, I just, I, I love. I mean, there's some, some absolute bottlers, as Bruce would say. Yeah. Um, but bottlers. I love, I just love the single word yeah. or couple word reactions, like, yeah. you fucking dickhead. <laughs> like they just don't yeah. say that in yeah, America. Yeah. Well done, mate. They don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they don't. They, well, like, they pull a gun in America. I've seen... Whereas right. in Australia, we'll just go, <laughs> yeah, fucking open your eyes, dickhead. <laughs> when me and um, Gillian went on our honeymoon to America, we saw some American road rage in um, Beverly Hills. Yeah. We were just at an intersection. I don't know what happened. Someone got cut off. <laughs> There's a, a guy and this other guy. Anyway, the, they do do pretty good, pretty good road rage. But it was funny. The guy's like... What's your problem, mate? And the bloke's going, you know, some you've cut you've cut me off. And he goes, Where's the fire? Where's the fire? As in, you know, why are you hurrying me up? <laughs> it was gold. It's like being on that, you know, Grand Theft Auto the way they were talking to each other. I just, mate, I I, I half fifty percent of my viewing of Dashcam Owners Australia yeah. is for the intense crashes. Yeah, the intense crashes, oh, no doubt. Hopefully, with no one seriously injured. I I'm assuming they don't show those. No, they don't. I, f- I feel like they uh, well said yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and fifty percent is just the reaction. Just, that's all it is. My like, best reaction ever was the yeah. bloke in Melbourne, who, and this is not as uh, Aussie as the other ones, but the bloke in Melbourne who was following the bloke on the wheelchair that went in, and he was listening to two blokes talking. That's tech right. He had you on <laughs> on the dash cam. <laughs> came through on the radio because that's the other. What thing are I the do. odds of that? Yeah. That's the other thing I do is listen yeah. to what they're listening to. What yeah. radio station are they on? Talk it's usually an AM like it's station. a weird nerdy thing that us yeah. radio people do. But what radio station are they yeah. listening to? I don't know. I just think dash cams. Are, dash cam footage is awesome. It is, and Aussies do it better than anyone. Oh wow! Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant now, I mean, that used to come on like four o'clock in the afternoon. Like, you get home from yep. school and just watch that. That was huge during the 90s. Now, I feel like all the networks have some sort of news program on at that. What time What time was it? About four o'clock, I reckon it came on. Then I yeah, let no, the Wheel of Fortune or something. So basically, now it's just news. It's yeah, infomercials, live. news. I think there might be a midday content still. And then it's news yeah. until the game shows. Yeah, okay. Like, there's no kids program. Kids it's all now, on ABC iView. Yeah, well, that's right. And, um, I mean, you can stream whatever you want, so I guess they don't need to have this sort of show on air anymore. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, who the fuck would come up with that oh, idea? And it got another one of those things that got revisited, didn't yeah. they? Didn't they do a movie again recently? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, it lives what on. What are their names? Raffaello? Um, Leonardo? Leonardo. Uh, Michael Lance? I don't know. I don't know, actually. I don't know. I, I was never know. massively I know there was Shredder. He was the bad dude. I was never massive. I was more of a He-Man. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell Master you what. Of the universe. 
What about there was He Man and also Shearer? Shearer. How good was Shearer? Shearer? Well, as a young fella, she was. She, good. I love Shearer, but I also love Voltron. Right. Do you remember Voltron? No. Oh mate, Voltron was a robot. Okay. But each Astro Boy component of him, like his arms and stuff. Was Voltron was, part of He Man and Shearer or different? No, show completely? Be different. Voltron, yeah, like bits and pieces of him, would come yeah. off and turn into their own like vehicles and take off. I can't explain it. Basically, just fucking Google. Isn't Voltron. that Transformers, mate? No, it's very similar, but my Voltron. That's separate. a ripoff. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know which came. First, I don't know. Well, I don't Astro, want to make that Astro allegation. Astro Boy was, was probably... Astro. Uh, he, he Man and Astro Boy were big for me. I loved Astro Boy. That was... Astro was that like a Jap- Japanese style? It, mate, put it on the list for next week. Will okay, it? Astro Boy. Astro Boy, you've got to have it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. All right, well, um, that's good, Trev. Um, yep. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that to my attention. Yep. Now, <laughs> if you saw on the TV during the week somewhere along the lines, it's you know created a bit of uh, drama uh, on social media. There was a guy on a plane who's seating, he's like sitting, oh. he was placed in front of that bulkhead area yep. on a plane, in the middle. So he had a wall he, instead of seats in front of him. And so he had a TV screen embedded in the wall in front of him. And he was reclined back in that chair using his bare feet to swipe across the screen from menu to menu. Have you seen that? Yep. So, uh, look, that's it. just not on. I've done it. You've done it. I've definitely used my foot. Just to power it what, off or with something. Barefoot? Yeah. Mate. Well... I mean, to be honest, the best thing I saw online was someone that retweeted that and went, well, Delta has to burn this screen now. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but to be honest, I mean, when you think about it, what's on your hands? Yeah, exactly. I reckon your, your feet are ultimately probably cleaner. Probably. But uh, it was it was pretty... It's see, not I, on. When I say I've done it, mate, yeah. I might have reached forward to hit a power button or something. Yeah. But I've navigated the fucking infotainment and system. also, you would have been in business class, so you would have been able to conceal yourself doing that a bit more than True, this that bloke. bloke was just uh, outrageous. Yeah, it was disgusting. But Which brings me to another issue when it comes to planes, because there's a lot of do's and don'ts. Mm. I firmly believe that on a plane, you should never leave your seat with simply socks on, particularly when you go into the bathroom. Well, objection, Your Honour. Um, fuck you. I don't want to put shoes on. What are you talking about? Well, I think when you get up, and this is a long-haul flight we're talking about. When you get up, you go into the bathroom, you don't know what's on that floor. Oh, mate, okay. There's a difference between shouldn't and yeah. need to be careful. Yes. So I'm very careful. Like, right. I've gone, I've, I've opened the door of toilets that are, there's literally sloshing around like it's that yes, bad. Yes, I've seen that. Okay, and yeah. I've just gone to another one. Right. And, mate, I'll be honest, I've cleaned to- toilet floors. Okay. Because there's a few drips. Like yeah. if, I, if there's spots, yep. I'll get an inordinate. Well, you got down there and you I'll just... get an inordinate amount of tissues or paper, and right. I will just wipe it up. Okay, fair enough. Yep, I, I will do that right. because it, it's just a few spots. But I've got socks on. I'm going to cover it off. Okay, hundred yeah, percent. I've done that. So you're okay with that? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Oh, look, I just I feel it's not on, mate. I've had more bad luck wearing socks and getting. And walking down the aisle, and someone spilled a drink, and they've clearly just picked up the cup and everything, but there's nothing they can do about the carpet. And I've got wet feet from someone spilt. I don't know what. Do you keep your seatbelt on? Yes. Good. Good. Because I've seen enough videos lately of people. I know. Roof. Like, there's been some bad. It's, this is like what, I don't understand why people think it's okay not to wear a seatbelt when they're flying. Like, how is it any different than being in a car? Well, okay. I mean, things I'll, can I'll go you, wrong pretty. I'll give quickly. you the argument. Yeah. It, it's not going to save my life. In a crash. Oh, well, it depends on the no, type it's of just crash. Not, it's just not, mate. But in turbulence, what people need to understand is, yeah, well, if you haven't experienced pretty bad turbulence, yeah. now I've not experienced extreme turbulence I like haven't. the people from Canada no. and Honolulu, yeah. but I've experienced awful turbulence. Yeah, yeah. And I feel it more because I get, cut, yeah, I get you do. quite sick. Mate. But 
you know that it can make you move around. And so you're like, I'm, then I'm, I'm, I'm belt on uh, over the doona if I'm in business class. Have you noticed that some Qantas planes in business class have a lap sash? It's a lap It's like awful. a car seatbelt. It's really uncomfortable. Oh, I liked it. Nah. I think it's great. Not for sleepies. What about the ones that have got airbags in them? Yeah, that's that's why they're uncomfortable. They've got fucking airbag on them. Well, I mean, that would indicate to me they think that maybe you will survive. If they're bothering with the airbag... Oh, I just think it's a... It's uh, a... You know, playing with the airbag... I, I bet you, you none of so them work. <laughs> I bet you... They're, all Mate, they're just going to find the remnants of a plane, a black box, and a whole yeah. bunch of balloons. Look, I, I think the only survivable plane... Crash usually is on landing, or you know, or maybe when you've just taken off and tell that to the people in San Francisco. Yeah, fell out the back. Yeah, I know, but a lot, a lot of people did. Mate, that plane, it's sad. It really is sad what happened. But a lot of people survived. Most people survived that. Yeah, in fact, some people survived and then didn't. Yeah, well, they were run over unfortunately by the emergency services. But I mean, that did a full pirouette. That plane. So anyway, I think you should wear your seatbelts. Well, what, what? I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of planes that have the air conditioning. Control. Oh yeah, you need the air conditioning control. You need that. I hate it when I don't have that. I don't. I don't like fast air, but I, I need a little bit of airflow. I like fast, and if I can get the other one next to me onto me as well, I'll do that. You know, it's, you know, just when the other bloke's asleep or something. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a big don't on planes. Yeah. Is lights, lights in and the window shades. Of the night, oh, don't get me started on fucking window shades in America. But yeah. anyway, uh, we'll get to that. Wind, yeah. Lights. Yeah. Middle of the night, long haul flight. Yeah. They turn the cabin lights off because it's sleepy beepy time. Yep. Now, I appreciate that not everyone can sleep. I can't sleep sometimes, yeah, especially sure. in economy. Now, sure. Our trip to Europe, yeah, yeah, that's we, awful, we, twice a year. Cattle class. But uh, I would never turn the light on and just for the entire flight blatantly not give someone yeah. the opportunity, especially if you could tell someone was restless. Yeah. Like, let them get to sleep and then turn the light on. Yeah, that's on bullshit. That is bullshit. Just bullshit, mate. I had a bloke on the way to, I think it was to Barcelona. Yeah. And you, you blokes were in front of me and I was behind and there was this guy next to me. And he just fucking kept this light on. And yeah. he got up at one point and I just went, fuck it. And I turned turn the it off. Because <laughs> I thought maybe he doesn't have to turn it off. Yeah. He like, might not even know. Because sometimes they put the thing in the seat and you bump it. Oh, yeah. That's easy You don't realise? Do. Yeah. But, mate, true. in America, the biggest problem is window shades. Yeah. You get on the, a plane the and day. they pull the fucking shades down before you even leave the gate. I don't understand that. It's like, how are you not wanting to look out at the world? Why would you want to be trapped in a tin that you cannot see out of? I know. Plus, takeoff is an amazing thing. So it's great to watch. Yep. But up in the air, it's fucking spectacular. Unless, yeah. unless you are on the sun side and it's awful. Oh, of course. It can't can become a bit too much. It's, you're in the fucking air. Have I a know. look. It's amazing. Open the window. It's not that hard. But anyway. Take in the world, people. Take in the world, people. <laughs> mate, we've got two things we've got to do before we go. The first one is wacky news, mate. Oh no, we can't not have no. wacky news. No, I mean, we've because we've, last week there was so much feedback um, surrounding. Was there so much? Is there about? Oh. As, it's about as much feedback as your useless facts. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, that's a fair bit. I mean, it's, it's right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I just, I just think that people are loving it because you got too much attention. All right, authorities. This, I'm just going to read you three headlines. Quick, we're not even going to read the stories. Okay, authorities repair potholes. After local hero sprayed penises on them, <laughs> so there's potholes, and because no, like it's like last week with a birthday cake. Oh right? yes, to, to get attention, yep. someone's just drawing a dick and balls yep. around the pothole, so that authorities have to fill it, vandalize the pothole. Exactly, good Brilliant. idea. Good idea. Um, this is a good one. Kids selling ice cold beer 
gets police attention. So instead of lemonade on the on the on his little stand, ice cold beer. <laughs> he's selling he's ice cold beer. Buddy, you need a license for that. Exactly. You're probably gonna need an RSA he's as well. He's only fourteen. Imbecile. Third and final story. West Palm Beach playing baby shark on loop to drive homeless people away. <laughs> because there's nothing more annoying no. in the world than baby shark do 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 baby shark do do mommy. Trust me, we hear it every day and, of our lives. And, you know, you play that, a homeless person's going to want to get up and well, find somewhere else to they've go. They've done that here with classical music at railway stations like and shopping centres. You play a bit of Mozart Brilliant. and the vandals and the heroin addicts don't hang around. Bring it up. Well, that's it for another week. I think uh, what I want to do is a call out here, people. Yep. We've done some amazing content in our times here at EFM. Oh, we have. Some of the best, some of the most well-received. Yes. It's not been Bowen's reviews of Ferraris, no. McLarens, no, no one reads those. Mitsubishi's, anything. It's just Not, not brand new iPhone launches. No. No, ladies and gentlemen, the Bowen and Trev taste tests. Yes, they've become prolific. We've done meat pies. We've done ice creams. And other We've stuff. Done Smith's ships. Oh, that was last week. It was too. What I'm asking for is suggestions, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. What should we taste test next and into the future? What should we test? Go to the man cave or hit us up on Twitter. What should we be taste testing? There's right. no rules, but essentially they need to be comparative things. Yeah. And they need to meet my picky guidelines. All right. Look forward to that. That's our job here at EFTM to I mean, inform the audience it, about what things taste like. Put it this way. What would Molly suggest? Molly passed away, Trev. Don't bring that up. <laughs> Sergeant Gilroy? Trev. Is I he think, still with us? I think he's yes he is. Is Lorraine Desmond? I'm not sure. Is Mays not. Yeah, she's gone. As are we.